is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. How's everybody doing? A little bit of some almost fall vibes in Northeast Arkansas today, so hope that means uh, you're in some pretty good spirits. We got a couple of hours to kill here on the Workday Red Zone. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in here with us on the Ticket Radio Network. We are all over your radio dial, also online at 953theticket.com. And of course, you can take us with you on the go by downloading the EAB Media Group app. Just look for that ticket logo and then click listen live. You'll be all set. If you want to shout at us today, 870-930-3776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And, of course, you can also shout at us on social media, facebook.com slash the ticket radio. One place to find us on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie is another. And you can find today's KavanaughCars.com hash, uh, question by using the hashtag WTRZ. I was almost on autopilot there for a second, but I got to wake up at some point in time. Uh, I'm Kara Ritchie. I'm joined in studio today by producer Ryan James. Good to be here. It is. Um, it's all kinds of days today. It's it's all kinds of things today. A lot of food things. It's like National Kale, like Pumpkin Seed Day. No. Also National Taco Day. Yes. And Cinnamon Roll Day. Yes. On the more tastier sides of the uh, culinary delights, if we want to say that. <laughs> Kale. Kale, no. Yeah, I know. I wanted to. St- I kind of wanted to start with the not so great ones and finish with the ones that everyone yeah. would, would enjoy every day. You know? What? What are you <clears throat> supposed? It, do you eat like salads with kale? Yeah, yeah. Have you had a kale salad? Like it? I, I wouldn't per- personally. Like if you were to put a taco in front of me and a kale salad in front of me, you know what I'm going to go for. But it's not like it's a like disgusting or anything like that. Okay, just, but if somebody was going to give you like, like if you were if you were feeling a salad. Mm-hmm. Would would you get like a kale salad or like one with the regular lettuce? Probably regular lettuce. Okay. Yeah, but again, if you try to say this is your what you're gonna have today, I'd be like, well, that sucks. But have you ever had a kale chip? I don't, I can't say that I have a kale chip. I've heard of that before. All of these sound things sound awful. Like these should just should not even exist in our world. But, Anyways, Rick. yeah, cinnamon rolls though. I remember when Kate, who works with us, made a cinnamon rolls yeah. last year. Those were gone so fast. I think I had like three or four in one sitting. <laughs> Some of the best cinnamon rolls we ever had. She makes great cinnamon. Rolls. That was a good time. We'll have to start, you know, subtly dropping hints. Uh, yeah, or like we gotta sign something. Everyone <laughs> wants her to make new ones. But yeah. Uh, Maybe more, maybe less food talk as we go along here on the Workday Red Zone. A a heads up, Keith Merritt will be back with us tomorrow, so looking forward to that conversation. But in the meantime today, uh, plenty to get to. Do want to remind you that uh, since it is Wednesday, Live with the Red Wolves returns tonight to Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Attention members and guests, uh, you can hear from head coach Butch Jones ahead of Saturday's game at Troy, of course, he'll recap some from last week from that win over UMass, answer fan questions, 
and uh, special player guests there as well. That show is going to begin at 7 p.m. It will be heard on 107.9 KFine. Also, you can find that on your EAB Media Group app as well. Elsewhere, the red-white showcase for Arkansas men's basketball is going to be held tonight at Barnhill Arena in Fayetteville. Admission to that event free on a first-come, first-served basis. Tip-off there at 6.30. In NBA news, the Memphis Grizzlies opened preseason camp yesterday. John Morant, who will, of course, serve a 25-game suspension to begin the year, was able to participate. He is going to be allowed to travel and practice with the team to start the season, according to head coach Taylor Jenkins. So Morant's anticipated return date from suspension is December 19th against New Orleans. One more item. Since we're doing news stuff, we might as well throw out one more news item today uh, before we go into the KavanaughCars.com question. And that is just a, a reminder of what is going to happen today at 1.20 on the show. We're going to try and take our, our schedule, our breaks, or kind of around that in the second hour. Because at 1.20, there is going to be that FEMA emergency test on your phone and your TV. So if you've ever gotten, you know, like those those weather alarms on your phone, like not a not- notification that you would get from KIT weather but like the blaring alarm that is a tornado warning or something along those lines that's what this is going to sound like on your phone it's going to be very jarring there is no way to silence it or mute it the only exception to that is just flat out turning your phone off so uh if you got like a sleeping kiddo if you if you got a burner phone uh then you're going to need to turn your phone off at one o'clock and and turn it back on it too but uh, this is just a test of our emergency alert system nationally. So 120 is when that is going to happen. Just a heads up so you are not unaware, not caught off guard, because it's it's going to be loud for sure. All right, let's get into the KavanaughCars.com question today. And I want to know, right now with A-State football on a three-game win streak, how would you describe your thoughts on the 2023 season through Game 5? With the way this this team is performing over the past few games, I kind of wanted to get a fan base, you know, mentality check. Clearly, this team is in a different place than it was three games ago, three weeks ago. You flash back, of course, to that loss over Memphis, and I was... <laughs> Not exactly excited about coming to work uh, the following Monday. We were talking about buyouts. We were talking about long-term damage to the program. We were talking about a slew of other not really fun topics. At that point, after two games in, A-State had allowed the most points in the nation. They had scored The fewest points in the nation. And so, therefore, obviously, had the nation's worst scoring margin. While there had been a couple of slivers of positivity in those first two weeks, one or two players that had done some fun things, it was looking awfully, awfully bleak. You get to Game 3, which was the 31-7 winner at Stony Brook. And A-State won and, and also covered. In that game, but at the same time, the program went out and did what they were supposed to do for beating Stony Brook. This this is a program now that is past the point of getting extra attaboys for topping an FCS team. 
So it's just taking care of business. It's just what you were supposed to do. The following week, heading into week four, I think there was a little bit of anxiety heading into that Southern Miss game. Even though it was in Jonesville, of course, and, and even though Southern Miss had not played well in their previous two games, they were a touchdown favorite. Uh, a State, a touchdown dog on, on their home field. And so I know certainly I had some apprehension that week heading into that one because I knew just how big it was. Um, when Southern Miss tied it up in that game, after A-State had built a 34-17 to lead, I was in full-blown anxiety mode. But a Jalen Rayner touchdown run later, and A-State had done the one thing they time and time again had failed to do last year, and that was to close strong. And then, last week A-State went out and did something they haven't done to a non-ULM FBS opponent since October 26th of 2019 versus Texas State. And that was to go out and dominate from beginning to end, leaving no question as to who the better team was on the field in terms of talent, in terms of execution, in terms of energy, and in terms of any other way you want to qualify or quantify that game. It was fun. It was very fun. But anybody who's looked at the schedule knows that those three games were probably some of the weaker opponents. And the challenge is about to wrap up dramatically in week six with the Red Wolves heading to Troy. And then, of course, you look at some of the games in the second half of the schedule. Coastal Carolina, who does not have the offense they've had previous years, but still has Grayson McCall. You've got a ULM team that just put up 40 uh, last week on App State, and though they ultimately lost that one, they certainly hung tough. They look improved. you got a Cajuns team who right now is just, I, I can't figure them out, to be perfectly honest. They lost to ODU, but big wins at, at UAB and against Buffalo. Uh, South Alabama is honestly underperforming probably just a little bit right now. So they are... Um, A a question mark. They're probably going to be pretty good by game 10. Texas State, a phenomenal offense. Marshall is Marshall. And one of the last undefeated teams in the Sun Belt. So, again, the the tide is about to turn in terms of strength of schedule. But how would you describe your mindset right now? I gave you three options on Twitter. You can say, quote, I trust the process. You can say that you are still in wait and see mode. Or you can vote that you are not excited at all. But those are your options. I want to welcome in Keith Merritt to the broadcast. Got here as quick as I could. Well, we appreciate it. And uh, I tell you what, we'll let you get settled. And we'll take a break. We're going to have phone lines open during the break at 870-930-3776. Come back and uh, continue with this discussion right after a break here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Rainer going deep left side for Ely. Wide open. Makes the catch at the five and walks in for the score. 
A 33-yard strike, Rainer to Ealing. The Red Wolves go for a four-straight win Saturday as they hit the road to take on the defending conference champion, Troy Trojans. And you can hear it all on your home for A-State football, 107.9 K5. Coverage begins at 12.20 with Wolfhouse, presented by Baird Auto Group. That's followed by the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show at 1. Then from Troy, it's the Centennial Bank pregame show at 2 and kickoff at 3 o'clock. A-State football is sponsored in part by Hytro, Vision Care Center, First Security Bank, Dirksen Hospice, Hilltop Family Dentistry, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber, Crown Limousine, Magnet Motor Company, Arkansas State University, Max Prairie Wings, Mr. T's, Domino's Pizza, Silver Line Trailers, Right Fiber, and Nebo Auto Center. The best time of year for Arkansas hunters is now. And the best hunters start at the Camo Shop. The Camo Shop will outfit you in your favorite pattern and style. Rivers West, banded and Arkansas-based habits. Great quality at a great price at the Camo Shop. And the Camo Shop has a huge selection of youth clothing that has just arrived. And you can outfit the whole family at great prices. Plus, the Camo Shop now carries racket tracks. Check them out on Facebook for new gear and deals. The Camo Shop. At the corner of Lawson and Highway 1 South in Jonesboro. Anywhere, anytime, any season, Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades Zoysia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tifway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and at PoinsettTurfGrass.com. There's a lot of places you can get chicken, but when you're craving some that's hand-tossed, full of flavor with a bold taste, head to Church's Texas Chicken. Church's has items you'll crave, like their hand-battered and breaded chicken sandwich or their frosted honey butter biscuits. Get a three-piece chicken meal for just $4.49 or 12 pieces of chicken, two large classic sides, and six biscuits for only $26.99. Church's also does catering, and they stay open until 11 p.m. Church's Texas Chicken across from the A-State campus at 1902. East Johnson. The savings are so big, it's scary. This month at Local Tire and Wheel. October is the month to save on the tires you require and the wheels you desire. Because all this month, $20 gets you started on any in-stock tires and wheels. $20 out of pocket today gets you four new tires or four new wheels. Yep, this month it's all treats and no tricks at Local Tire and Wheel. So stop driving around on tires that you don't trust. Get four brand new tires today with nine months same as cash. Payments to fit every budget, no credit check and everyone approved why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay plus all local tire and wheel deals include roadside assistance in our road hazard protection program and we offer fifty dollars in referral cash back the savings are so big it's scary this month at local tire and wheel where twenty dollars gets you started on any in-stock tires and wheels local tire and wheel 1518 south caraway in jonesboro local tire and wheel.com and on facebook search local tire and wheel jonesboro Hi, this is Davey Carter. At Centennial Bank, our focus remains on our customers. We know how special it is to be part of the Northeast Arkansas community, and that includes our special relationship with Arkansas State University. From our on-campus banking center to Centennial Bank Stadium, our commitment has never been stronger. Some things never change. And football season is here, so come out and see us at Centennial Bank Stadium and go Red Wolves. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. 
Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Ryan with you. Coming up in about uh, 15 minutes, we'll have our A-State update. Some audio today from A-State head football coach Butch Jones. But in the meantime, uh, the KavanaughCars.com question with A-State on a three-game win streak. How would you describe your thoughts on the season so far? Right now, the leader in the clubhouse in terms of our Twitter poll is that uh, 50% of you are still in wait and see mode. And I'm guessing if that is where you're at and what you voted on today one of the things you are waiting to see is how a state performs against a significantly better opponent in in troy uh i want to throw out a trigger warning for this segment we are about to recap last year's troy game Mm. and (laughs) and if we just stuck to the first three quarters i wouldn't have to say that but uh, that's not what we are going to have in store. Of course, clearly, we have to talk about the whole damn thing. And the fourth quarter part of the equation was very, very unenjoyable. But let's just let's just go back. Flashback to the regular season finale of 2022. Played on November the 26th at Centennial Bank Stadium. And uh, it started off okay for A-State in the sense that they got on the board first, and that was with a Dominic Zavada field goal. Uh, Troy answered back quickly. Kamani Vidal, who we actually ended up seeing way too much of that date, uh, was the first person to score for Troy. And then after... Uh, a few other plays back and forth. Dominic Zavada field goal, uh, a, a touchdown rush by James Blackman right before the half. A State was up thirteen to seven, heading into the break. Cool, good. good, cool, fun times. You get into the third quarter and scoreless for quite a while. Had a big old punt fest uh, for a lot of that game last year. And then Trojans able to get on the board uh, on a 94-yard, five-minute touchdown drive. So they retake the lead. It's 14-13. A little bit before the third quarter ends, A.J. Mayer throws a pass to Reed Tyler for a touchdown. It's 19-14. And then it goes to expletive. Ran out of gas. The first play of the fourth quarter was a seven-yard touchdown run from Troy, and it put the Trojans on top, 20-19. to And then it was just Troy, 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 Troy after that. On A-State's very next drive, Troy picks off James Blackman, turns that into a 70, no, 67-yard interception touchdown that makes it 27-19. A uh, very quick drive for A-State on the following possession. And Kamani Vidal scores on a 12-yard touchdown run. I, I feel like the, the next play after that from A-State to the next drive was turnover on downs because you're at a point where, of course, clearly you gotta you got to score a touchdown. And then Vidal again on a 39-yard score. 
And then after that, uh, I think that uh, maybe that was when James Blackman threw the interception. Or not James Blackman, but excuse me. Uh, Jackson Daly, that brought him in at the game. He throws an interception. Troy turns it into a twist. Anyways, it went from 19-14 A-State entering the fourth quarter to a 48-19 final. It was just an onslaught of Trojans at the end of that game. And it was a awfully fitting way for the season to end because going back to last year that was an A-State team that just never had enough left in the tank in the fourth quarter to be able to pull out a rally and so it was it was unfortunately fitting that the season ended on the note that it did I went back and you know I was looking at that fourth quarter because I remember all the points but I didn't necessarily remember like the drives or how they were scored or, or things like that but it kind of still stands out. You know, you look at that fourth quarter last year and <laughs> A-State had a decent time of possession advantage. <laughs> it's it's not like they couldn't get Troy off the field. Well, they could get Troy off the field because they were scoring in like a minute and a half. It, it was just, if it could go wrong in the fourth quarter last year for A-State against Troy, it went wrong and it went wrong in spectacular fashion. Yeah, that, that team last year could have won, what, three Four more games. Maybe even five. There were there were eight games where A-State either held the lead going into or at some point in the fourth quarter they only won three. Yeah. And the same problems kept cropping up. They would run out of gas. They had to play so hard and so mistake-free to get to the point where they had a lead then you're going to get a push from the other team. And if there's nothing left in the tank, that push is going to be successful. And exhibit A, fourth quarter against Troy. We'll start looking more at Troy throughout the, the rest of the week. But I did find it interesting going back and looking... At, at one note from last year's box score that really stands out. Everyone who scored a touchdown for Troy in that game last season versus A-State is back this year with the exception of, of one player. Everybody who scored a touchdown for A-State last year in that game is gone. Now, it is a you know shorter list since A-State put up 19 points and Troy put up 48, but still it just kind of shows that um, in terms of just the experience factor, and not just the experience factor, but the cohesiveness factor of not just playing a lot of football reps, but playing a lot of football reps together. I mean, Troy has a sizable, sizable advantage over A-State in this game. Uh, two of the key players from last year's game for the Trojans are back. Uh, Gunnar Watson has started just too many games, like graduate already, my guy. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then uh, Kamani Vidal is is back as well. He's he's their stud running back. Really, the the main player for Troy that played last year that is not back this year is uh, is Carlton Marshall, who was just their their stud defender for so many years and ended up what setting the FBS record in total tackles. I want to say. I think that's right. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was just a stalwart of that that Troy defense and just uh, an incredible player. And that's that's the key departure for them. But other than that, I mean, just, again, so many players on the offense that are back, so many players on their defense that are back. Uh, it's just, um, it's it's 
hard to do a good preview in the sense that everybody on the A-State side of things is a little bit different for the most part than, than what we saw last year. But in terms of Troy, what you saw last year is what you're going to get. And what A-State had to face last year was tough. And the question is going to be, you know, is A-State going to have enough juice in, in the fourth quarter to be able to hold on? Uh, we'll hear some comments here in just a few moments from Butch Jones, but a couple of additional A-State news and notes to throw at you before we go to break. Uh, yesterday, I think we were keeping tabs. It hadn't gone final yet yesterday in terms of the Bubba Barnett intercollegiate. It was close. We knew A-State was going to win. We just didn't know what the final score was going to be. And they finished at 47 under uh, yesterday. So 13 strokes ahead of Memphis. And with that tournament win, head coach Mike Hagan tied coach Neil Abel for the most wins by a head coach in program history with 21. Of course, Abel was at the helm from 94 to 06. And, uh, of course, Mike Hagan has done some great things since he's been here. Hope that trend certainly continues and actually I'm not sure if those dates were right on on coach Abel but uh but apologies if I was incorrect on that information the the total wins was Abel Abel's here before that yeah he Neil Abel was here a long time uh, and had multiple jobs I mean he was the head of the ticket office yeah for a good while multitasker and, Oh, absolute legend, of course. Been a high school basketball coach before that. Yeah. Won him oodles and oodles of games. But, uh, yeah, he's... Neil Abel is on the short list of people without whom... There would not be Arkansas State Athletics. Ike. Yeah. (laughs) Ike Tomlinson. Uh, We'll let you think about your A-State Mount Rushmore for a a later date. (laughs) Uh, Passing along some additional news. uh, A-State's Rahel Brommel is the Sunbelt Conference Women's Runner of the Week. And she had a really good cross-country debut that was announced earlier today. Placed seventh overall in the Women's 5K in the Chili Pepper Festival on Friday. And A-State finished in the top five there. Additionally, something to keep an eye out on in terms of social media. Looks like Arkansas State Women's Basketball has got some new threads. So uh, you can find sneak peeks of those around social media and would absolutely uh, would absolutely check it out. Looking looking sharp. Kind of there's there's some uh, trim on those jerseys that are reminiscent of the three stripe that are on the A State football unis. Yeah. So I kind of like the fact that you're seeing that cross department cohesion in terms of the look. Uh, so I think they look good personally. Uh, but we won't go through the full fashion report today. Thursday Thursday is fashion report day. Yeah. So I mean, we'll... it's Wednesday. So. Wednesday is Calmer Solutions A-State Update Day. That's the day. That's what we'll do when we come back. A little bit of audio from Butch Jones to throw at you. We'll return right after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. 
Soybeans up, other crops down. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Act Network with your EAB New Market Report. December corn at 47 and a quarter down a quarter, with March corn at 502 down a quarter. November soybeans 1274 up one and a quarter, with January soybeans 1293 and a quarter up one and a quarter. December wheat at 562 down six and a half. March wheat at 590 and a half down seven and a quarter. December cotton at 8716 down 27, with March cotton at 8803 down 24. November rice, 1568 down eight and a half with January rice, 16 and a half down seven and a half. Moving on to livestock now, October live cattle, 182, 62 and a half up 50. December live cattle also up 50 to 186.15. October feeder cattle at 248.60 unchanged with November feeder cattle at 250.60 up 25. October lane hogs at 79.90 down seven and a half with December hogs at 69.15 up seven and a half. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Mark your calendar and pack up the family as we invite you to come on home to the 36th annual King Biscuit Blues Festival in Helena, Arkansas, October 4th through 7th. The blues runs deep in the Delta, and it's clear in this festival lineup. Kick it off October 4th with Warm Up Wednesday featuring the Bubba Sullivan Memorial Jam with Marsha Ball. Come on back Thursday, October 5th for food, fun, and live music starting at 11 a.m. and wrapping up with the headliner Ruthie Foster. Things really start hopping Friday, October 6th with several stages, street musicians, food vendors, and more with Friday night headliner Nick Moss. The King Biscuit wraps up Saturday, October 7th with legendary music that will keep you going all day with final headliner Grammy-nominated Tab Benoit and the Dirty Dozen Brass Band. The Biscuit also features a Tour de Delta bike ride, Flower Power 5K Run, a Blues Symposium, and more. Check out the entire lineup and order tickets online today at King Biscuit festival.com it's back scared city haunted house is opening this friday featuring the mayor's mansion the slaughter shed the neon demon 3d fun house and more two miles south of valley view on highway 49 visit scared city haunted house on facebook for more info are you ready to get scared boris kitchen and bath at 5412 stadium boulevard in jonesboro is northeast arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor let boris kitchen and bath bring their skill passion and love of design to your new or existing home Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Vors Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends and designs with over 70 years of experience. Visit them at VorsKitchenandBath.com or call 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Vors Kitchen and Bath, your kitchen, your bath, their passion. Hey, y'all, it's Brandon Baxter. And Bethania Vare Harrison from KJNB Northeast Arkansas News. And we're looking for the best eats in Northeast Arkansas in our brand new feature, North Eats Arkansas, presented by George Kell Motors. Check it out every Monday and Tuesday night on Northeast Arkansas News on CBS and Fox. And online at kjnbtv.com slash eats. My name is Khadija Watson. I've worked at Hydro for seven years. I'm the process specialist over the paint booth. The people are amazing to work with. I would love to retire with them. I've been here for seven years now. Not one day do I not come in here without a smile on my face. For over 75 years, Hytrol has created relationships and material handling technology that move the world. You can find out more at Hytrol.com. Hello? I'm a Marine. It took me a long time to make this call. My buddies from the Army are all gone now. I feel so stuck. If you or a veteran in your life is experiencing thoughts of suicide, dial 988, then press 1 to reach the Veterans Crisis Line. 
turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back into the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Keith and Ryan hanging out with you today. And time to get caught up on some A-State football. I'm checking in here, getting some audio from Coach Butch Jones. It's part of our A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions. And uh, several different things he touched on, including, of course, uh, some of the notes from that win over UMass. And I'll be honest, I kind of failed to to notice this. And again, not because I was not paying attention in the fourth quarter against UMass, but just because... Well, for the first time in a long time, you didn't have to watch every single play. I was looking through the media guide, looking to see if there was anything statistically of note about the win. I I was not 100% focused on the game. Still cared, still paying attention, just it was actually nice to have a break to kind of do other things. Uh, But uh, I I overlooked this. At the end of that game in the fourth quarter, when A-State had already had that game well in hand and they were just the, the the full plan for this drive was just to eat clock they turned in a nine minute and 39 second drive ended with a turnover on downs but I mean that was that was fine you got the clock all the way down to a minute and 13 seconds you're up by 24 points at that point in time, there is there is <laughs> there's not enough time left no for the opposition. To blow their nose, much less score more than eight points. Yeah. So, uh, really cool to see A-State with the ability to do that. Just run the ball when you needed to. And Coach Jones talks about uh, that that nine-and-a-half-plus minute drive. Significant progress. Uh, That's something that we have worked really hard in this program to establish an identity. Uh, to establish a mindset, establish a culture, whatever you want to call it. And uh, for us to be able to take the ball and be able to run the ball like we did and and they knew we were going to run the football um, was great to see. We're going to need more of that. Again, um, we're going to be challenged even that much more the next coming weeks, particularly this week. But in terms of where we've come from and to be a part of that and see that happen, that was significant progress. And uh, it was exciting to see. And I know our players were excited about it as well. One thing that has been noticeable over the past two or three games has been a significantly lower amount of drop passes. It was an issue in weeks one and two. There was zero doubt about it. Um, I can recall one, maybe two in the past two games, and that's it. That's the past two games combined, not a piece. So A-State has certainly taken a big step up there. And so the question is, all right, is it is it the receivers? Is it the passes themselves? What what has kind of been the key to, to fewer drop passes? That's a good question, and I think there's a lot of things that go into that. Um, you know, it all comes down to fundamentals. There's three reasons why you drop a football. It's eye concentration, it's hand placement, and it's body position. And if you really break down uh, the three levels of drops or three areas of drops, it's always going to fall in those three categories. We always categorize them, 
and then we work those specific skill traits um, that need a lot of it is for us it's been eye focus and eye concentration and looking to tuck um, and not being able to you know a lot of times we were running before we actually caught the ball not looking to tuck but I think that um, you know I think Jalen's accuracy uh, Jalen throws throws a a catchable football a soft football he has good touch he can also get it in there but I think our players have worked hard of really working on the things that hindered us the first couple games with the drops but again it's just consistency overall you know continuing to do the fundamentals and the details of those three elements of catching the football that I just spoke about and as we all know um, you know a drop football is almost like a turnover in our offense because it stifles your momentum, it slows your tempo down, uh, takes you out of rhythm, and, and we had that the first couple weeks. But uh, to our players' credit, they've done a good job of really working at it during practice, coaching each other, and then post-practice as well. By the way, uh, an early heads up for the Arkansas Four Dealers tailgate show on Saturday, which is going to get started at 1 ahead of that 3 o'clock Troy kickoff. Uh, the coach guest is wide receivers coach Derek Lett. Which, first off, if you never had a conversation with Coach Lett or, or heard him speak before, he's a hoot, you're going to be in for a treat. Then, too, he also talked about that wide receiver improvement. He had some really interesting things to say. Uh, we'll probably bring you a couple of sneak peeks of that conversation on Friday. But just you, you need to listen to the whole thing. Just heads up right That's now. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's going it's to air at like 143 on Saturday. So just put that a, a reminder in your phone. Right now, if you can only if you can only listen to seven minutes of the pregame, it it that's the seven minutes you want to get. I actually make it twelve because we talked with Courtney Jackson too, but that'll be at like okay. one ten. So that was a really enjoyable conversation as well. Uh, Courtney Jackson is one of those guys that started strong this season and has gotten better, and so is Jaquez Cross. Uh, Jaquez Cross has been very consistent this season, but he's he's going to continue to improve. He has improved over the past couple of games, and uh, Coach Jones talks about you know how how Jaquez Cross has progressed. He's not the same person and not the same player he was a year ago, and that's growth and that's maturation. That's being part of our culture. That's be part of our standard, our expectations. And I give him all the credit. He's, you know, he's been very driven since spring football. Um, he's had a complete different mindset, um, monumental shift in the way he works. Too, it started in the off-season program in the strength and conditioning area, getting in better condition. You know, putting the weight on that he needs, improving his strength areas, improving his football knowledge. Um, you know, Jaquez has very good instincts, but he's extremely competitive. He has a great personality. Players kind of gravitate towards him. Um, and you're right, not only is he helping us offensively, but he's helping us in special teams as well. Time to hear a clip about Jalen Rayner because that's mandatory, mandatory. Uh, from this point yep. from this point forward. Um, look, clearly he's already doing some awesome things that are really amazing to watch, but Keith, the growth potential to me is fascinating. He's a freshman, a true freshman. He started two games. He will get better. With reps. The more experiences Jalen has, the more he'll have to call on. Yeah. And... It's looked awfully, awfully good. <laughs> it really has. Jones was asked what Rainer can can get better at. What can he continue to work on it? And Jones, by the way, this is this is a lengthy answer from Coach Jones. 
Well, I think there's a lot of a lot out there. You know, first of all, now his body work is being put on video. You know, so you're going to start seeing different defensive schemes. You're going to start seeing different things. Uh, the more body of work he puts on video, the more different things from a schematical standpoint you're going to start to see. So I think that's the first thing. Um, I think, you know, again, there's still a couple throws with his eyes, some ball fakes, some reads in the run game that, you know, we have to improve on, that he would have to improve on, that we would like to have back. Uh, but I've been very pleased with his consistency and performance. I've uh, been really pleased with his approach. Uh, he's not changed. But, you know, I think the other thing, too, is his ball security, uh, being able to take care of the football. And when he runs with the ball, you know, making sure the ball is put away and high and tight and protected. So there's a lot of fundamentals. There's a lot of small details that he needs to continue to improve on. Um, some run checks in the run game, some run pass options in decision-making process. And, and, again, everything is a body of work, but it's experience. He's now going into his third game. Their quarterback has started 33 games. You're always a byproduct of your experiences and moving forward. Um, so there's a lot out there um, that he needs to continue to improve on. He'd be the first to tell you. That's what makes him special is he's always looking to get better, and you have to. It's a constant, never-ending improvement. But I think the big thing is his ball security, um, and just the fundamentals and details uh, from even handoff mechanics to the way we set some of our drops, our rhythm, our spacing, our timing. So there's a lot of things out there that's going to need to be improved. And, you know, I think, too, is your low red passing game. You know, when you get in the low red area of the defense, everything shrinks. Everything becomes confined, so the rhythm of the play speeds up, the accuracy speeds up, your drops speed up, all those things that go into that. So I just think also managing special situations and situational football moving forward as well. All right, I've got three more clips here. We don't have time for three more clips, but okay. <laughs> there is there is one more I want to I want to um, play. Uh, clearly, A-State's run defense is, is going to be tested uh, coming up on Saturday. You flash back to last year. Troy ran for 268 yards against Arkansas State. And again, uh, a lot of that was the work of Vidal, who is still on that roster, probably still running today. And uh, he's, he's going to be a tough task. You add in the fact that, of course, as we know, this A-State defensive front has been hampered by injury. So you kind of have a... a little bit of a I mean I'm nervous a little bit about the run game defense not necessarily because of A-State's ability but because of A-State's health uh and and Jones just talks about how they're going to combat the uh, the Trojans run game work in progress uh you know we've been behind with our injury situation and I think that really really shows in the defensive front and I can't give our players enough credit for you know a lot of these individuals gutting through it so to speak uh but you know, anyone that's had the, the inordinate amount of injuries that we've had up front, it's, it's, it's hard to even line up. Um, so I think our players have done a good job that way. But we're going to be double teamed, as we all know. Um, it's how can we hold the double teams? How can we stay square? How can we use our hands? Um, and then our run fits will be vital, and you can't miss tackles. And the thing with their running backs is they play with such low center of gravity is you have to get population to the ball. You have to swarm to the football. You have to gang tackle. All those things that go into it. I didn't think we gang tackled well 
Saturday. I didn't think we ran to the ball with the mentality that we had the previous two games, and we spoke about that as a team. Um, but, again, with stopping the run, it comes down to your eye discipline. It comes down to maintaining your gaps and being able to tackle and being able to tackle in space. And our run fits, our eye discipline, all those things are going to be vital because they do a great job with the RPOs now. They do a great job with play-action passes. They do a good job of putting the ball out on the perimeter. They do a good job of being in 12 personnel, 11 personnel. So they challenge you in all aspects from a defensive standpoint. Vidal, by the way, currently sixth in the nation in rush yards per game at 118. And here's this fun fact for you. Five of the nation's top 10 rushers in terms of average are in the Sun Belt. Now, A-State's only going to have to deal with, thankfully, a couple, three of those and not all five since one's an App State guy and one's a Georgia State guy. Uh, But still, uh, the run game is alive and well in the Fun Belt, and so that's going to be a task. And you've got more and more teams in the Belt, including Arkansas State, that want to be run-first teams. It was a really fun league that just wanted to air it out for a moment, with the exception of, of like, the Cajuns, who have always ran the football. Uh, but uh, other than that, you know, it's it's kind of – everything always comes full circle cycles. anyways. Yeah, or cycles. cycles. So. Uh, but, uh, but that's going to be the challenge. In terms of injury news, you know, you cross your fingers that Micah Bland is back this week. I think I originally – I don't know if I just glanced over it too quickly, but I think I originally said that Tim Hardeman did not appear – in the UMass game, but but he did. He was out there for a couple of plays. I don't know how many, as I know he was still limited last week, but uh, you would hope that he can continue to just get a little bit more healthy, uh, make a little bit more progress, and if he had those guys uh, good to go in the interior, that certainly beefs up the defensive line uh, just dr- dramatically. Uh, but that Butch Jones audio brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions, providing IT services for the modern workforce and the technology and expertise too help you succeed we'll step aside for a moment come back get keith's answer to our question today and more right after this here on the ticket nobody crunches the numbers like kara take that for data the workday red zone on the ticket radio network this is above the noise trading a potential hall of fame quarterback is a daunting task for any gm and with the importance of an elite quarterback in today's game it's rare to come out on top after dealing such a talented player but the seattle seahawks have become the rare exception after 10 years in seattle and a super bowl victory the seahawks shipped russell wilson to denver prior to the 2022 season in return seattle was awarded multiple first round picks and players ever since the two teams have gone in completely different directions the broncos were the worst offense in football last season and they finished 5-12. and 12. As for the Seahawks, the team made the playoffs last season under Geno Smith and they're off to a 3-1 and one start after a big win last night. They turned Denver's two first-round picks into impact starters. Offensive tackle, Charles Cross. Defensive back, Devin Witherspoon. And after masterminding the Legion of Boom, it's time to recognize the Seahawks front office and their head coach as one of the best in football. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise. When was the last time you watched your home movies? Disasters strike unexpectedly. Every year, American families lose the one thing they'd run back into a burning building for, their family's memories. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Adam. We started Legacy Box to help save your family's most important recorded moments so you don't have to worry. Load Legacy Box with your old movies, film reels, and shoeboxes of photos. We work our digitizing magic, converting those memories right to the cloud so they're safe and accessible forever. It's fast. We always send your originals back, and it's done right here in the USA. 
Over a million families have trusted Legacy Box. Better Homes and Garden, Real Simple, and Inc. Magazine are all talking about Legacy Box. New York Times columnist David Pogue says, Have them digitized. I wish I'd done it sooner. Take action. Save your family's memories today with Legacy Box. Visit LegacyBox.com slash Patrick, and for a limited time, get 40% off your order. That's LegacyBox.com slash Patrick for 40% off. LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. Jonesboro Cycle is your go-to for all your power sports needs. Whether it be off-road, on-road, or on the walk, they have you covered. Check out their inventory of four-wheelers, side-by-sides, motorcycles, dirt bikes, cruisers, go-karts, scooters, personal watercrafts, boats, and even boat motors. And because of you and your support, Jonesboro Cycle has grown from a 1,200-square-foot building on Carroll to the 185,000-square-foot motorsports mecca that it is today. With all the brands like Honda, Yamaha, Indian Motorcycle, Kawasaki, Polaris, Sea-Doo, Can-Am, Manitow, Havoc Boats, and more. And they're the only store in the state with all those brands under one gigantic roof. And their service department has been upgraded, renovated, and redesigned to give you the service you deserve. The new Jonesboro Cycle is an experience. Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. 11759 U.S. Highway 63 in Bono or jonesboroCycle.com. Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. Hey there, Northeast Arkansas. This is John Moore of Arkansas Superstore on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Here to tell you that we're flipping the script on car buying. Tired of the runaround? Sick of dealers treating you like an afterthought? Upside down in your current car? At Arkansas Superstore, we're here to change the game. No credit? Bad credit? Upside down your current ride? We've got your back. Don't stand for bait and switch tactics. That's holding. We believe in transparency and trust. You deserve the car you want with a payment much lower than your rent. Why settle for less? We won't sell you something you don't love. Life is too short for car buying nightmares. Let's make it better together. Give us a shot before giving in to it is how it is tactics. Arkansas Superstore is here to make sense of it all for you. Come over and find your dream ride. You're approved. When the banks say no, I say yes. We're ready to show you a much better way. Visit us today at 11580 Highway 49 North in Brooklyn or online at ArkansasSuperstore.com. Let's rewrite the car buying story one satisfied customer at a time. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back into the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, Ryan with you. Keith with us for one more segment, just a couple of minutes here, so we need to get to the KavanaughCars.com question. Keith, with A-State football right now on this three-game win streak, how would you describe your feelings on this season so far? Are you back to trusting the process, or are you still in wait-and-see mode? I'm hopeful. So I guess that's the next step above trusting the process. Um I think that they have found some answers, and those answers are going to improve. Is it perfect yet? Of course not. It's never perfect. Um, But what Jalen Rayner has done to spark this offense, I mean, everybody is playing better on that side of the ball. They're able to run the football even when they just turn and hand it off. The running game has been better since Jalen Rayner came in. 
I don't know if that's because of the threat he provides or just the confidence boost or just the fact that they work hard because, yeah. let's face it, Butch wants to run the bleeping ball. Three yards in a cloud of dust, I know that's not necessarily glamorous. Right. But you can win football games doing that. I, w- I want to get your take on something that Matt Stoltz said when he was in studio with us with yesterday because you've 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 watched a few more games uh, football games in your life than I than I think I have. But he threw out the phrase that you know he he doesn't really recall a single player coming in and kind of changing an entire team's trajectory as much as Rayner seems to have done right now with this squad. Can you can you think of a comparable? I cannot, no, not, I cannot not by really. the way. <laughs> not really, because I go back. Okay, Dr. Tim Lankford was a hell of a wishbone quarterback. He was good. Was he as good as Dwayne Brown? No, because Dwayne Brown was a hell of a wishbone quarterback, yeah. and he could throw it, and he could throw it long. Tim Lankford was on the record books for a long time for long touchdown passes because Arkansas State was real good with Judius Lewis running a post route. Timmy would hit him, oh, about 20, 25 yards downfield, and Judius would outrun the safeties. You know, so, yeah, the improve, there was improvement from what Tim did to what Dwayne Brown did. Sure. But it Arkansas State was a good wishbone offense with Tim. Right. They were a better wishbone offense with with Brown. Um, I really cannot. Ryan, Ryan Applin meant so much to those teams he was on, but I don't recall just a night and day type of of performance from the Red Wolves once Applin became the quarterback. Maybe a little bit more of a gradual build until what we saw in 2012, which, of course, by the end of that was was a well-oiled machine and absolutely amazing. (laughs) This game is over. (laughs) But, But, and the thing is, I think the other two quarterbacks on the roster are perfectly fine quarterbacks. But Jalen has just got a little magic. Yeah. Everybody feels a little better. We got a guy who can make you look bad. Really bad. And I think that is just... That's hyped up the whole offense. I think it's hyped up the whole team. I agree with that. <laughs> Keith, I appreciate you hustling over here today. Glad to do it. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> the Noble game will warn off by then. I'll probably pronounce things better. <laughs> that wraps up our noon hour here on the Workday Red Zone. We've still got a lot to dive into, including a whole lot of MLB playoff talk on tap. And uh, I think that's where we'll start when we come back. Hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
This is Will Oswalt with your Wednesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Playhouse Tire Service. Attention members and guests, it's time for another edition of Live with the Red Wolves this evening at Lost Pizza Company on Southwest Drive. You can talk A-State football with head coach Butch Jones and a player guest from 7 till 8 o'clock on 107.9 K-Fine and the EAB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. The Sunbelt Conference this morning naming Arkansas State freshman Rahel Bromo as its women's cross-country runner of the week, making her collegiate debut on Friday at the prestigious Chili Pepper Festival in Fayetteville. Bromel ran the Harders Habanero 5K in 17 minutes, 4 seconds, finishing 7th overall as the Red Wolves women finished 5th in that event. NBA training camps open yesterday, and that includes the Memphis Grizzlies. As they get set for the upcoming season, John Morant will be serving a 25-game league suspension to start the year. He will be able to practice and travel with the Grizzlies in the meantime. His expected return from the suspension is December 19th at New Orleans. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed at Plants Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Lose weight the healthy way with Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself, and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities and the influencers, they all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. style in a crown limousine whether it's a birthday anniversary prom wedding concert any special occasion at crown limousine we do all the driving you have all the fun book our 14 passenger hummer or 10 passenger lincoln now at crownlimo1.com or 870-215-0077 crown, crown After all the hours, days, and months, the time is finally here when people across this great nation shift into football mode. Time to enjoy the game and catch up with your family and friends. And if you're ready to enjoy game days away from technology worries, call Calmer Solutions. They specialize in help desk, cybersecurity, IT management, project management, and phones. Everything your company needs so you can enjoy football season. Call 870-454-4357 and visit them online at CalmerSolutions.com. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. Yeah. 
You love your truck. Implaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better with custom wheels, leveling kits, and the area's best selection of light truck tires, ATs, mud tires, and RTs up to 35s and bigger. Plaza Tire Service has the tires you want in stock today and will help you select a great combination that gets your truck exactly the way you want it. In Jonesboro and South Caraway, and now at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, the biggest selection, the best service, and the lowest prices on light truck tires are at Plaza Tire Service. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. the Workday Red Zone, also halfway through the week as it is Wednesday, 1 o'clock, October the 4th. Hope you're doing all right and uh, feeling good. Hey, 9303776, the number to call with us today on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And we would like for you to weigh in on our KavanaughCars.com question. Now that A-State football is on a three-game win streak, how would you describe your thoughts on the 2023 season we gave you a a couple three options on twitter uh you can say that you trust the process you're bought back in you believe this team is going to be do uh big things you can say that you are in wait and see mode which is pretty explanatory there but uh, obviously that means you still haven't necessarily made up your mind on what a state is going to be able to accomplish this year you need to see a couple more performances out on the field first and then the the third option is that you're still just not excited at all. I will tell you, not very many votes for that one because clearly I'm biased, but my goodness, if you've watched the last three games and haven't been able to find any joy in watching Jalen Rayner play, then I just, uh, you might need to step a, just step away from the game for a moment because that was, uh, it's been a lot of fun over these past few weeks to get to see him. Hey, a a quick note here, just a reminder that, of course, you can help our A-State athletes and uh, A-State athletics as well right now by donating to the Impact Club. You can make a monthly commitment, get access to team newsletters, special gear, and uh, other exclusive access that you're not going to find anywhere else. You can find out more. You can give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled with a pack, I-M-P-A-C-K-T, club.com. Might be some other A-State news coming out today. We'll see. We'll see. Got the phone in hand. Hit and refresh just in case. But uh, but we shall see. Here in a moment, we're going to dive into some MLB talk because, of course, uh, some playoff action to recap. Four games on tap yesterday. Four games coming up today. Maybe even four games coming up tomorrow. We'll see. But before we do that, I do want to once again remind you that at 1.20 p.m. this afternoon, absolutely every single last one of us that has our phone on or our TV on, will get a alert from the from FEMA, uh, the Federal Emergency Management Agency. So it's a nationwide test of the emergency alert system. 120 is when that is going to air. We're going to do our best. I'm going to work on my time management here so we're in a break when that happens. So you don't uh, just get bombarded not only by your own phone in your vehicle, but then uh, of loud blaring noise coming through your speakers as well. 
Uh, so we will uh, we'll do our best with that, and uh, that way, hopefully, uh, you guys won't hear that in your speakers. Uh, again, it's gonna even if you have your phone on silent, uh, you're going to hear this notification, and the only way to avoid it is to turn off your phone and or your TV. So that is the heads up there. I know we've got A State News here, but my email is not refreshing fast enough for me which I'm sure makes for a really great segment as I sit here and uh, throw out some dead air <laughs> while I try to get my email to load. So um, maybe I should just check the A-State website. Maybe that would be better for me. I don't know what the issue is. Or you know what? Let me go to my handy-dandy Red Wolves app. This will fix it. Hey, uh, oh, we have news. Arkansas State Athletics has announced that there is going to be another opportunity to catch A-State men's basketball in Jonesboro. There is going to be a charity exhibition game against UCA on October 30th, which is Monday night, that is going to benefit the Win Relief and Recovery Center. So uh, A-State actually teaming us with, up with us here at EAB to promote this game. It is going to tip off at 7 at First National Bank Arena. So all tickets are going to be $5. It's all going to be general admission seating. And you can always call the the uh, ticket office at 870-972-ASU1. And if you already have a courtside or suite season ticket, you can also purchase that $5 ticket that's going to grant access to those premium areas. Of course, uh, when recovery has been the headquarters for providing those affected by the tornado and wind with food supplies and a helping a helping hand. And if you want to donate more than just your $5 admission price, you can do so by visiting winrecovery.org. So again, A-State versus UCA, October 30th in in charity exhibition game at First National Bank Arena. Find out all the details at astateredwolves.com or on your A-State app. Pretty cool. I'm excited about that. And for a good cause, clearly. As uh, I know, sometimes there, there's just so much that goes on in all of our lives, uh, nonstop, that sometimes when when tragedy strikes, if, if you're not in it, if you're not involved in it, uh, it's it's easy to, to forget that there are still people out there trying to just completely rebuild their lives so uh, a, a good good thing coming up here on October the 30th meanwhile today uh, let's let's talk a little bit of baseball here for just a few moments as we do have uh, probably about 11 minutes to to chat with you until we need to take a break so that way we can be in a break when that when that uh, alarm sounds but yesterday was a fun one across Major League Baseball with full four games in store for everyone in the wild card round and with that one we saw uh, some really exciting ones yesterday across the board and started certainly early in the day with the rangers able to get that win over the rays and then continued on throughout the day with a uh, Twins winning for the first time in forever in the playoffs. Diamondbacks picking up 
a road win in Milwaukee and then the Phillies uh, continuing with, you know, trying to trying to carry over from what was an exceptional postseason last year and, and were able to take some of that mojo with them against Miami. So four good games, four competitive games uh, yesterday across Major League Baseball. Just looking at what happened in, in National League action, uh, the Diamondbacks got down to an early deficit. They were down three to nothing. They're in Milwaukee, and certainly when you've got a, an early deficit, you always wonder in a, in a playoff situation if a team will be able to battle back. But they they did that, and they were able to win that one six to three. Helped a little bit that you know you've got Corbin Carroll uh, there on the team. Carroll. Kettle Marte homered on back-to-back pitches. And so that sent the Diamondbacks to a 6-3 winner. Uh, Arizona in the playoffs for the first time since 2017. And prior to that, they had been 0-14 for 14 in postseason games when they trailed by at least three runs. But again, uh, rallied behind their rookie sensation. Also, uh, you had uh, not a rookie, <laughs> Evan Longoria, making a dramatic, uh, amazing run-saving catch uh, that he turned into a double play. And so that was probably uh, one of the highlights of the game there in, in the fifth inning. 6-3, to three, the final there. These teams, of course, play again today because everybody plays again today. And that one will be at 6 o'clock. In the other National League action from yesterday, uh, I watched a lot of this game because it was the, the nightcap, uh, Miami and, and, and Philadelphia. And, look, I'm a little bit on the the Marlins bandwagon for a couple of reasons. One, you know, I really enjoyed, even though it seems like it was forever ago, and it certainly didn't pan out uh, the way maybe at one point in time that we hope. But Luis Arias, of course, in the very beginning of 2022, was on 400 watch for for quite a while. And, and again, you know, uh, he kind of faded fast at the end, but uh, it was a fun story for a while. I learned a lot more about the Marlins uh, at the beginning of the season that I that I had really paid attention to, to Miami in a long time. You also added the fact that you had uh, Skip Schumacher there, who is managing the Marlins, so i uh, kind of been pulling for him. I, I think certainly he's a, a fun story to follow along with, and they've had a fun year. But they kind of look like they ran into a buzzsaw last night against Philly. And a big part of that was the Philly pitching performance. Wheeler was just, I mean, he was he was mowing down some dudes. And you add that into you add that into the mix with some some clutch ABs from from guys like Harper. And uh yeah, it ended up being a four to one victory for Philly. You had a couple of funny moments in that one. Uh <laughs> Nick Castellanos stirred up a lot of people when he got on base early in that game when he flipped a finger into the dugout now it ended up being his ring finger and you can clearly see it in different pictures of of him on base but but uh yeah a lot of people kind of freaked out at first that like surely he didn't turn around and and flip off his dugout but no he he did not he was flashing the ring finger which is something we've seen a lot of athletes do more and more lately. Strangely enough, I'm pretty sure Angel Reese is still the only one getting grief about it. But that is a conversation for another day. You also had a situation in that game where Craig Kimbrell committed a, a balk. And it was, so it was an intentional balk. 
but it was just so casual. It was it was kind of funny. Now he did it because uh, the Marlins had a runner on second, and you know there was a three run lead there for Philly, but you certainly didn't want anything to unravel after closer Craig Kimbrell had allowed a leadoff double to Josh Bell. You had uh, who was who was at at bat? Uh, De La Cruz, and so. They wanted to, to prevent any type of situation where the Marlins could steal signs, so Kimberl balked. And basically, he just stepped on the rubber and then just, just dropped the ball. Additionally, he had to get the umpiring crew's attention, and it was kind of like, hey, hey, I balked. Can you can you call this balk, please? Uh, but it ended up, you know, being... A, Situation that worked out. Kimbrell does not use, by the way, the pitchcom system where you can communicate. And he also had kind of a, a sim- similar bulk last season. But it was uh, it was pretty funny. There was also, I think it was maybe the pitcher list, which those of you who are super baseball nerds, like myself, uh, <laughs> they will usually, sometimes they will do like layovers of different pitches. And kind of show like tails behind the ball. They did that with the balk. And it does not sound nearly as cool with me describing it as it did watching it. So uh, sorry for that story. Uh, all the games coming up today, of course. Uh, once again, it's it's the same schedule from yesterday, by the way. So the exact same time that your team played yesterday. If they're still in the playoffs, they play again today. So in terms of just the NL games. 6 o'clock on ESPN2 is when Arizona and Milwaukee will play. 7 o'clock on ESPN is when Miami at Philly will get underway. And we'll talk about those American League games coming up just a little bit later on in the hour. Uh, Sticking with the National League, though, I mean, why not? Uh, I I do want to talk Cardinals here for just a moment. And not that there's been any breaking or developing news over the past, you know, 48, 72 hours since, since the season had ended. But there is a little bit of a resurgence in conversation in terms of a story from from a few years back. I don't know why all of a sudden this story is coming up again, but since I had to read about it, I'm going to share it with you as well. There have been... I don't want to preface this. Obviously, right now, heading into this offseason for St. Louis, there's a ton of conversation around the pitching because it just is a mess. You're going to need at least three starters to step up. And the question, of course, for me, is not just if the Cardinals are going to go out and pursue those starters that they need just for innings, period, but if they are actually going to go out and pursue a legitimate ace because there is not one right now in this in this organization. Miles Michaelis is a great number two or number three guy. I don't believe that he is a staff ace. He sure as heck did not pitch like it this season. So you need both quality and quantity. For the Cardinals rotation in 2024. There have been a lot of conversations over the past couple of days. About how the Cardinals missed out on Max Scherzer. Back in 2014. Because they flat out did not want to pay him. In the 2014 offseason. Bad Max received a 7 year $210 million offer from the Nationals. Now yes I know $200 million plus is a chunk of change. 7 years can be viewed as as a long time for a pitcher but you know hindsight being what it is not only did he he match up to the 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 numbers in that contract but actually probably outperformed 
that contract just a little bit. It has long been discussed that Scherzer is a, you know, St. Louis native and that there have been multiple times in his career where he's kind of talked about wanting to pitch in St. Louis for the hometown team and not as a road visitor. When Scherzer received that offer from the Nationals in 2014 in the offseason, he reached out to Adam Wainwright and said, quote, I got this offer from the Nationals. I want to pitch in St. Louis. Call your guy and tell him to just be in the ballpark. They don't need to match, end quote. Wayno did as he was asked to do, reached out to the Cardinals' front office. The Cardinals never made a call to Scherzer as representatives. There are, for the most part, still the same organizational leaders right now with the Cardinals that there were in 2014 that just so whiffed on that decision. And based on on what this organization continues to show us year in and year out, I continue to have no faith in this team doing what it needs to do to get the pitching back on track to be a contender in 2024. There's a, there's a lot of people out there that, that look at 2023 as being a blip on the radar. I don't think so at this point. I am in full-on prove-it mode with this organization. I don't think next year is going to be a contending year. I don't think it's going to be this bad. I don't think it's going to be 20 games under 500 bad in the same company as the White Sox and A's and Royals bad. But it's not going to be good unless the team is willing to invest significantly in its pitching. And it won't. I am settled into the doom and gloom this Cardinals offseason. I hope you're okay with being along for the ride with me. Uh, we need to step aside and, and take a break. Again, we've got a poll up on Twitter. It's about A-State football asking you how you describe your thoughts right now on this season so far through Game 5 now that the Red Wolves are on a three-game win streak. But we're going to step aside because we, we don't want to be on air when this alert hits. And just a reminder, at one twenty is when we will get that notification in a nationwide test of the emergency alert system. So if you don't want to hear it, you're probably going to need to turn your phone off for about an hour. But uh, 120 is when <laughs> is when that's going to come through your phone or your television. And uh, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes right after this here on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Rainer going deep right side looking for Jeff Foreman. This is caught. Did he stay inbounds? He did. What a throw and catch. Rainer to Foreman on the 39-yard score. The Red Wolves go for a four-straight win Saturday as they hit the road to take on the defending conference champion, Troy Trojans. And you can hear it all on your home for A-State football, 107.9 K5. Coverage begins at 1220 with Wolfhouse, presented by Baird Auto Group. That's followed by the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show at 1. Then from Troy, it's the Centennial Bank pregame show at 2 and kickoff at 3 o'clock. A-State football is sponsored in part by First Choice Farm and Lawn, Jim's Pawn Shop, George Kell Motors, More Air Conditioning, Jonesboro Cycle and ATV, Salsa's Grill, Calmer Solutions, Dustin White Realty, The Social, Arkansas Superstore, Collision Repair, Denzo Manufacturing, and Stanley Woodard Law Firm. 
The savings are so big, it's scary. This month at Local Tire and Wheel. October is the month to save on the tires you require and the wheels you desire. Because all this month, $20 gets you started on any in-stock tires and wheels. $20 out of pocket today gets you four new tires or four new wheels. Yep, this month it's all treats and no tricks at Local Tire and Wheel. So stop driving around on tires that you don't trust. Get four brand new tires today with nine months same as cash. Payments to fit every budget, no credit check, and Everyone approved. Why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay? Plus, all local tire and wheel deals include roadside assistance in our road hazard protection program. And we offer $50 in referral cash back. The savings are so big, it's scary. This month at Local Tire and Wheel, where $20 gets you started on any in-stock tires and wheels. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Hi, this is Davey Carter. At Centennial Bank, our focus remains on our customers. We know how special it is to be part of the Northeast Arkansas community, and that includes our special relationship with Arkansas State University. From our on-campus banking center to Centennial Bank Stadium, our commitment has never been stronger. Some things never change. And football season is here, so come out and see us at Centennial Bank Stadium and go Red Wolves. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. Tech troubles can drive you up the wall. You Break I Fix at 1605 Red Wolf Boulevard is here to help. Cracked phone screen? Don't worry. You Break I Fix is your one-stop solution for all things tech. We specialize in fixing broken phone screens and more. Laptop won't work? Don't toss it out. Bring it to You Break I Fix where our tech experts will have it running like new in no time. Gaming system acting up? No need to pause your gaming adventures. Trust You Break I Fix to get your gaming system repaired quickly and affordably. Visit You Break I Fix at 1605 Red Wolf Boulevard today and let us fix it all. You Break I Fix, where we make your tech headaches disappear. It's a mix and match special now at all Northeast Arkansas Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta in a tin, loaded tots, Domino stuffed cheesy bread, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. Only at your Northeast Arkansas area Domino's Pizza locations. Hey, this is Cade Carlton. We're adding another way to shine the spotlight on student-athletes this year on the drive by naming a home outlet game of the week each week. Every Monday morning, we'll put out three nominees for the game of the week on the Ticket Radio Network Facebook page for you to vote on in the comments. And every Thursday at 5 o'clock, we'll welcome on one student-athlete from each team to preview the game. It's the home outlet game of the week every Thursday at 5 o'clock on the drive right here on the Ticket Radio Network. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan both still present and accounted for. We would just like to declare that we have been marked safe from the great emergency alert test of 2023. Hope that means that you are as well. Hopefully nobody, uh, you know, drove into a parked car or anything like that. By the way, they kind of, they I guess they tricked us over and over. I was told that was going to be at 120. It was it was at 118. It was not prepared. We were almost still talking. It hadn't even gone, it had barely gone into the commercial break. What are we doing here? Two minutes? 
Okay, so maybe that's not uh, that big of a deal. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, after the emergency alert test, everything is still exactly the same as it was five minutes ago. We will let you know, however, if we hear of a UFO sighting at Craighead Forest or if any zombies try and break into the building uh, before we get off of air. If not, just assume that everything is going to continue to go on as normal. Uh, we do have, of course, because we are continuing on as normal, a KavanaughCars.com question for you asking you, since A-State football is on this three-game win streak, how would you describe your thoughts on the season through Game 5? We will continue to uh, check in on that poll where right now 55% of you say that you are still in wait-and-see mode. But, uh, hey, let's open up these phone lines. It's been a moment since we've done that. 870-930-3776, the number to call here on the Riot Fiber Hotline brought to you by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. And don't forget, you can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. A really fun note here. Starting today, there will be 49 consecutive days. 49, that's seven straight weeks with either a college football or NFL game played. So again, this begins right now today, and it runs until November the 22nd. Uh, Get ready for these phenomenal matchups. Tonight, it's Jacksonville State in Middle Tennessee, FIU at New Mexico State. Those are going to kick off at 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. respectively. And uh, I'll watch. I mean, why not? I'll flip back and forth from Jacksonville State in Middle to, to the playoffs. Because it's going to be on. And why not take it in? And by the way, tonight is going to be one of the, the last nights. And, and and not that it hasn't already cooled down already. But uh, we are about to hit prime patio weather. So <laughs> uh, we got that to look forward to this week as well. So you can sit outside and enjoy it. Hopefully not get carried off by mosquitoes if you want to watch some college football or, or MLB playoffs on the patio. Couple of not, a couple of college athletics notes that have came out today, and, and not just college football notes, but things that apply to, to everybody. Uh, the NCAA Division I Council has approved changes to the transfer portal window. And it's going to shrink the number of days for student-athletes to enter their name into the portal. So... That, again, impacts everybody and gives players 45 total days throughout the year to enter their names into the portal. So it's going to be, of course, that window is going to be different depending on the sport. So, for example, before this rule change, the window for college football would open the day after the college football playoff teams are announced and stay open for 45 days. The next period would open April 15th to April 30th. That's actually going to remain the same. So you've got 30 days for football after the season ends in December and then 15 days in the spring. Uh, the Division One Council wanted to go from 60 days to 30, but uh, it ends up going from 60 to 45. I do believe in basketball, the day the portal opens, is actually going to be right after Selection Sunday. So that could be uh, a little bit wild. 
Uh, but uh, again, they're going to continue to just try and shrink the portal. We'll see if maybe a couple years down the road it goes back to or goes down to uh, 30 days. There's still some issues to be worked out with, with the portal. Um, look, I don't have an issue with, with the portal overall. Because if the NCAA is going to hammer home the fact that these are student athletes, then I feel like it is fair that they are treated and allowed to transfer like other students. Additionally, for years, uh, there were student athletes in in non-revenue sports that were able to transfer and be immediately eligible. So I always thought it was very odd that different sets of students were held to different sets of standards. So I, I don't have, have an issue there. I continue to wonder what in the world the NCAA is ever going to do about the tampering in the portal. Again, no issues if, if a coach, if anybody, is reaching out to a player that is already in the portal. But how much, what would you bet right now? What would you bet right now on, on whether or not somebody has already found some way, either, either directly through him, through a, a student athlete from a different team, or through a family member? What would you bet that there's already somebody that's been reaching out to Jalen Rayner? And again, I talked earlier this week about not worrying about t- tomorrow's problems today. But, but we know, we know that tampering is going on across college athletics in a wide scale. And I am just, I am beyond ready to see coaches start to name and shame. They haven't got there yet. But surely we're just, we're just one or two portal departures away from, from some coaches rolling up with screenshots, right? Throwing those out there on Twitter X. I'm all for it. I would love the the chaos of that. Every coach says it happens. I'm ready for some coaches to be held accountable. And yeah, shrinking the transfer portal is not going to not going to fix that. Uh, one other change that was announced today, and this is not a new change, but it is now a permanent change. And it is that the NCAA Division I Council has officially removed the cap on football signing class sizes. So again, for for years and years and years and years, we got used to that 25 number at our head, right? A coach could only bring in 25 players in each class. And then, you know, you had the the COVID thing and you had some some larger rosters because you had guys with an extra, extra year so. That kind of changed things a little bit. And, and then you had the portal fire up. So after that, they changed the rule for like a year to where you could have, to where you could have, uh, you could replace up to seven players who departed. So you had like a weird 32 number. And now they're just, they've just removed the cap on clap, the cap on class sizes. So, uh, what we saw Colorado do in the offseason, what we saw, heck, Texas State do in the offseason, we're going to see that every year now moving forward when there is a coaching change. Maybe maybe every year moving forward when, when a team significantly di- disappoints. So, the number now is not going to be 25 per year. It's going to be building to 85 total. So, if that means you got... 40 seniors on your roster this year, you can place every, you can replace every single one without penalty this year. If you have a coaching change and you have 40 transfers on your roster, you can replace all of them. Again, you build to 
85. It's not a, a change. There are also uh, some other stories in, in NCAA in terms of the number of scholarships you have to be able to support total in terms of per institution. And I do see a question about that on social media. And that is actually something I'm going to have to look into myself in terms of making sure a state uh, already has that many num- has that number of scholarships funded or if it is something that uh, a state will have to add to. But I will find out and we will follow up with you. Again, though, back to football. For just a moment, another reminder, 49 straight days of either college or NFL action beginning tonight. I am uh, I'm very excited. Again, going to be flipping back and forth from, from some football to some baseball. Uh, I want to jump back into the baseball conversation. When we return, though, we looked a little bit about uh, around yesterday's American, or National League action. Want to talk American League with you, if I can talk at all. When we come back, but hope you keep it right here with us. The Workday Red Zone will be back right after this on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how do I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Attention, members and guests. It's Live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment, Wednesday from 7 to 8 at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Join head coach Butch Jones and a special player guest and listen along on 107.9 K5. Plus, audience members can win prizes from textbook brokers. It's all at Lost Pizza, Wednesday at 7 during Live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment and sponsored by First Choice Farm and Lawn, Crown Limousine, Magnet Motor Company, Stanley Woodard Law Firm, Vision Care Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, and Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention. Planning in Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Planning in Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Planning in Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Planning in Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. A-State football and the social Jonesboro are the perfect winning combination for game day. The social has an amazing, delicious, fantastic, and tasty menu that goes perfect for pre or post game. Plus, the official Red Wolves away game watch party takes place at the social. What we're saying is, it does not get any better than the social on Red Wolves game day. The name says it all. Get social at the social and get ready to howl with fellow A-State Red Wolves fans on every game day. The social at Greensboro Village in Jonesboro. When a clinic sends a referral for your specialty services, you have a choice. The decision of where you receive care is yours. You can choose the only facility in eastern Arkansas to receive an A rating in patient safety by LeapFrog, delivering world-class care and an unmatched safety protocol. You have a choice in your health care provider. Choose NEA Baptist, where safety isn't a goal. 
It's a promise. Hey, this is Tony Keenel with Purcell Tire and Service Center. Just reminding you that when it's time to service your ride, our staff at Purcell is here to give you an honest job at a fair price. Whether you have a heavy-duty truck, light truck, or passenger vehicle, Purcell is home with the lowest price on quality Michelin tires. And every Tuesday and Thursday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all the ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for a special discounted price. Call 972-TIRE and come see us at Purcell Tire and Service Center at Parker and Caraway and Joe. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Monster Trucks Nitro Tour will invade the Crowley's Ridge Raceway with two big shows, 130 and 7.30 p.m. this Saturday. Monster Trucks, Alar Quad Racing, and more. Plus all new inflection buster prices. VIP tickets, exclusive pit party pass, and the best seat. Get tickets at Monster Truck Tour. Tour.com or get them at the gate. Subject to service fees. For more info, go to MonsterTruckTour.com. Riding a rail monster truck. Kids get a free tour gift at the Saturday matinee show while supplies last. This Saturday, the Crowley's Ridge Raceway. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 870-930-3776 is the number to call. Big day. We've made it through an emergency alert test. Uh, we made it through 75% of the show. I think I think we're doing all right. Uh, let's talk some more baseball with you. Actually, I take that back. Let me throw out the KavanaughCars.com question. Then let's talk some more baseball with you. Asking you how you would describe your thoughts on the 2023 season for A-State football through Game 5. Are you are you feeling good? Are you bought back into what this team can accomplish? Are you still in waiting to see mode? Are you just uh, still not feeling it at all? You can weigh in there. Uh, we'll get to the MLB playoffs here in just a moment. But let us go to the phones. Maybe. Going to have one of those days where apparently I am. Ryan's looking at me. He's like, I sent you a text message. (laughs) It's not. It's not popping up through no fault of either one of ours. So let's just live dangerously. Who's with us on the Right Fiber Hotline? What's up, Kara? Hey, what's up, Zach? Not much. Did I get a chance to talk to you guys yesterday? Uh, I know we've talked to you this week, but I don't know if that was yesterday or the day okay. before. Well, happy belated birthday to me yesterday, and happy birthday to Kitty. Yes, happy, bel- yeah, happy belated birthday to you. You called us on Monday to tell us that your birthday was, was Tuesday. And I was hoping Mark could have called in and sang a 
thing. Well, maybe you can call him this afternoon and sing Happy Birthday to Kate. Okay, maybe so. You know, yeah. But uh, anyways. Did you have a good uh, birthday? It's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Okay, well, good. It wasn't bad, it wasn't bad at all. Uh, anyways, I'm going to celebrate this weekend, though. There you go. That'll be the celebration. Um. Well, but all, oh, by the way, was that a, was that a test earlier? Yeah. Test of the emergency alert system. I thought it was a freeloader advisory warning us about Red Roof Mark in the area or something. Well, we'd get those a whole lot more often if that was the that case. I mean, that would be a daily alert. Don't don't wish that, that on us. That is true. Don't say his name three times that Beetlejuice or he'll appear or call. Exactly. Um, I, Tony La Russa turns the big 7-9 today. Okay. Former Cardinal manager. I think he's the greatest Cardinal manager in the history of the franchise. Uh it kind of had a rough, rough going this past couple of years, though, hadn't he? Yeah, you know, his time in, in Chicago was just weird. Yeah, started out there and then came back to where he began. Uh, do you think it's about time for him to hang it up, though? He's almost 80 years old. He's 79 today. I mean, uh, who's the oldest, who was the oldest uh, manager? Like, to, to what age did somebody manage till then, you know? How long was Leland around? Oh, Leland, Leland's, uh, Leland's two years younger than LaRusse. He's 77. He, 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 I think he stepped way back in uh, 2013. He's been front, front office now. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it had been. I did not yeah. realize it had been that long ago. Yeah, Leland stepped down in 2013, so he was like 67 whenever he stepped away. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, LaRusse, that's normal retirement age. Yeah. LaRusse's got to be the eldest active. Uh, that's got to be a record as far as, uh, you know, as far as, I could tell. Uh, Lasorda, I don't know how old Tommy Lasorda was when he finally stepped away, but, uh, yeah, he's getting up there, though. Wow, man. I mean, it's time to – is he trying to be the Joe Paterno of uh, MLB? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, what was you talking about the MLB season? Uh, well, we, we recapped a little bit of, of what – you know, unfolded yesterday in the playoffs in terms of the National League. Earlier, we're going to look at the the American League just a little bit. Coming up with the the uh, excuse me, the Rangers and the Twins picking up wins last night. Well, let me ask you this: Who thinks the favorite out of the AL? Uh, I'm trying to remember who actually has pitching right now, and I mean that well, across all of baseball because that's been such a significant issue for so many teams down the stretches that everybody's got dude hurt dudes that are hurt. Um, I really like, and this is part a little bit of bias because I, I hear more about this team. Thanks to people like voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, but I really like the Rangers lineup. And of course, Monty went out and pitched well yesterday. And I really think the, the O's are a really, really fun team. And I don't know. It's not so much as like a, a head pick, but those I'd be fine with either one of those in terms of a heart pick coming out of the American league. What about the Astros? No. Grudge, um, grudge forever. I get that. Let me ask you this: I know they won one in twenty seventeen, and, and then the cheating scandal came out after that, correct? Yes. And they won one last year. If they won a second one in the post cheating scandal era, that'd be enough to shake off that stench. I mean, yes and no. One, this team already is is dramatically different than than that team that that has had success recently. I mean, the roster has already been completely overhauled. The front office has already been completely overhauled. Uh, the manager has already been completely overhauled. It's it's not the same team. But 
sports fans often don't gauge things on on rationality and that's what i'm going with here it's just it's just it's going to be a forever bias yeah well i wouldn't mind seeing baltimore get to the world series it's been 40 years since they've won one and probably 40 years since they've been to one both uh cal ripkin's rookie year so i kind of see baltimore get there wouldn't you care I, again, I'd be fine with with Baltimore or Texas in in the AL. I think both for you know the the rooting interest of my friends with the Rangers, and then also just with the the fact that I, I would really like to see Adley Rushman in the World Series. I think he'd put on a show in terms of the Orioles. Yeah, Stoltz's Rangers have taken to the chin the past couple times they made it to the World Series. So, yeah, yeah. There's one of those you know, we don't really talk about in the office. Maybe they're due. Maybe they're due. Maybe. Anyways. All right, guys. That's all I've got. I'll talk to you later. All right. Hey, don't don't turn off your speaker. We might have something coming up for you next. Nice. I'll be listening. All right. Uh, let's stay here on the Right Fiber Hotline and welcome in Red Wolf Mark. How are you? Hello there. How you doing today, Mr. Ricky? I'm doing good. How are you doing today, Mr. Red Wolf well, I'm Mark? I'm doing good. Good. Um, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask that question off on there. Mm-hmm. He, me, and him needs to sing a song together. Oh, okay. Yeah. A duet. Yeah, do it. Some islands in the stream action. Some islands in the stream. Do it. Yep. And uh, Ryan James can sing with us. He won't. So let him pick the song. You know, that's not a song. That's that's a trio. That's just a flat-out duet. So it's just you and mm-hmm. Zach on that. Yep. And then after that, me and Ryan James going to do one. We're going to work on one. I think Ryan is maybe more of a solo artist. Yeah. I think he is, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say go to my Red Wolves. And then I'm going to say go to all the high school teams. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say the day when I was in, I was in Golden Corral, somebody, in honesty, I don't know who, who done it, but, but they bought my dinner. Oh, it's a celebrity sighting, so they responded. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, they, they didn't tell their name who, who done it or whatever. They, they, my, they got my dinner today. Okay. Well, hey. So I'm uh, going to say thank you. All right. Uh, yes. Yep. Thank you to, to Red Wolf Mark's admirer. Also, before you hang up the phone, I need you to yep. say happy birthday to Zach yesterday and happy birthday to Cade today. I'm going to say happy per- birthday to Zach. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say happy birthday to Cade. Mm-hmm. And uh, go Cade and go Zach. Okay. Y- 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 y'all y'all, have a, y'all got a good, wonderful birthday. More, plenty more, more ahead. Alrighty, thank you. Alrighty. Alrighty, let's go to a break. Uh, we'll come back and check one more time on our CavanaughCars.com poll questioning and get out of here. Uh, keep it with us on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Monster Trucks Nitro Tour will invade the Crowley's Ridge Raceway with two big shows, 1.30 to 7.30 p.m. this Saturday. Monster Trucks Outlaw Quad Racing and more. Plus all new inflection buster prices. VIP tickets includes a pit party pass and the best seat. Get tickets at MonsterTruckTour.com or get them at the gate. Subject to service fees. For more info, go to MonsterTruckTour.com. Ride in a real Monster Truck. Kids get a free tour gift at the Saturday matinee show while supplies last. This Saturday, the Crowley's Ridge Raceway. 
Lose weight the healthy way with Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself, and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities, and the influencers. They all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Attention, members and guests. This season, make Salsa's Grill your ultimate destination for Mexican food and good times. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Salsa's Grill on Caraway Road brings the sizzle to football season. Join Salsa's Grill for happy hour every day from 3 to 7. And if you're craving authentic Mexican cuisine, Salsa's Grill has mouth-watering dishes that will have your taste buds dancing with delight. Salsa's is open till 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and until 10.30 Friday and Saturday. Salsa's Grill, 2240 South Caraway in Jonesboro. Continue your post-win celebration in a space you can be proud of with Barton's and Home Outlet. Locally owned and operated in Jonesboro, Arkansas since 1885, we're not just a building materials store. We're a part of your hometown spirit. Our teams are your neighbors, cheering next to you in the stands and supporting you in our stores. From accurate and timely kitchen, bath, floor, and door estimates to final product selection, we'll make your dream space a reality. Visit our teams at Barton's and Home Outlet for your home remodel today. At First Security, we've been investing in our home state since 1932, growing deep roots and even deeper relationships. We're part of Arkansas. It's part of us. Today, First Security puts all of that history and stability to good use for you, pouring our resources into the people and places we love best. Arkansas communities, Arkansas families, and Arkansas futures. First Security. Bank better. FSBank.com. Member FDIC. Having trouble getting the trailer you need? Silverline Trailers, the largest trailer retailer in the USA, has the perfect solution for you. Guaranteed approval. No credit check required. Get the quality trailer you need at a price you can afford. With over 3,500 trailers available and more coming in daily, we'll find the perfect trailer for you. And at Silverline, we're always looking to hire good people. Visit our website, silverlinetrailer.com, for a location near you. You can stop by our Jonesboro location today at 3711 Stadium Boulevard or call 870-203-0000. Silverline Trailers, your trusted trailer. Retailer. Visiting with new A-State pitching coach Peyton Trawick. I feel like I do things the right way because I care about the players. And I don't worry about where I'm going next, what the next move is. Like, I want to see these guys get better every day. And I want to be a part of their lives in, like, a true fashion. And they're going to know by my actions that, that we love them and we care about them and we want to see them succeed. It's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone.
Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Uh, last segment here. You can talk quick. You can call us at 870 but most likely uh, probably time for you to weigh in on the KavanaughCars.com question on Twitter. Let's check this poll one more time, asking you today just how you feel about A-State football after five weeks of play, especially right now that uh, now that this team is on a three-game win streak. Are you, are you bought back in? Are you trusting the process? Are you still in wait-and-see mode, or are you not excited at all? 56% of you, which is the leader in the clubhouse today, said you were still in wait-and-see mode. 39% of you say you trust the process. You're bought back in. You're ready to go. And then 5% of you say you are not excited at all. I'm just going to guess that either that 5% of you, um, maybe you're trolls or maybe it was a misclick. I don't know. Again, I I don't know how you could not be at least a little bit excited. Just waiting to see what Jalen Rayner does next. How how could you not? That question brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com, where, uh, of course, they have their full inventory online, but... If you are looking to sell a vehicle, that is also the first place that you need to head. They've got uh, a great form right there on the website where you just enter some information so they can reach out and help you start that process. You don't have to deal with any spammers or scammers or anything like that. Uh, like you would be dealing with if you went through, say, a social media site. You just take them a vehicle and they give you a check. And you can get that ball rolling right now. At KavanaughCars.com. I so I added I added a very unofficial KavanaughCars.com question on on Twitter, uh, and, and this is just a poll, just because I'm curious. All right, as Ryan tells us at the beginning of every show, he always lets us know when it's an important like national day to pay attention to, and today is a big one. Um, it's ten four day. Uh, it's National Kale Day, which apologies to Cat, just flat out we're not celebrating that one, but. It is National Cinnamon Roll Day, National Golf Day, National Taco Day, and National Vodka Day. So the poll that we put up, if you could only celebrate one of those, which one would it be? National Taco Day, the uh, early leader in the clubhouse, which I'm not going to argue with any of you who vote on that. But uh, again, if you got some time to kill today, just, you know, vote on our poll. Humorous. And we'll talk about those results tomorrow. I uh, didn't have a ton of time to, to talk AL playoffs today. I was glad to see the Rangers win. Uh, if you watched that game yesterday, well, <laughs> you did better than the folks in Tampa Bay. That wild card opener drew less than 20,000 fans, the lowest since 1919. But the action on the field was was pretty decent if you were pulling for Texas, uh, especially with Jordan Montgomery pitching the way that he did. He was absolutely exceptional yesterday, and that was a 4 to nothing final over Tampa Bay. Also, a big congratulations to the Minnesota Twins and their faithful as they were able to pick up a win over the Blue Jays. And, man, was that one a long time coming. Surely you've seen this stat today, but if not, The Twins had lost 18 straight playoff games, a streak that goes back 6,937 days. Prior to last night, or yesterday afternoon, the last time they had won a playoff game was October the 5th of 2004. 
I have no idea what I was doing in 2004. Do you? Uh, but, uh, wow. They were able to go out and get a 3-1 to one win over the Blue Jays. And uh, I know they were feeling pretty good <laughs> about that 18 in a row. Is just absolutely, absolutely wild. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. Appreciate Keith Barrett spending the noon hour with us. Of course, he'll be back tomorrow as well. But hey, uh, keep it here. We've got the Dan Patrick Show on the way next. And then that's going to be followed by The Drive with birthday boy Kate Carlton as well as Wes at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning or for the front row with Budrow at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio with JC is going to come your way at 10. And we'll return tomorrow at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.